When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another episode of Courtside Fracker. I'm joined today by Kay Canyon. How you doing, brother? I'm all right, man. But Eddie Gaspar is two days. <laughs> Save that for the Arsenal, the Arsenal pod, eh? uh, and and Jeff. We'll, we'll, we'll talk strictly basketball today, Jeff. <laughs> how, you, how you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. It's been a while since you've been on, so good, to, good to have you back on. Um, Guest appearance. Yeah, of course. Um, this is the Sunday after the All Star teams um, starters have been announced, so it's a perfect place to start for me in the Eastern Conference. Obviously, we've got Kevin Durant, who's team captain, alongside Yanis, Embiid, Trey Young, and Demar Derozan. Uh, in the West, we've got LeBron, who think I think has been captain like every year since they started doing it this way. Jokic, Wiggins, Steph Curry, and Ja Morant. So, first things first, guys. Um, I'll ask: Is there anybody in those two starters lists that you think doesn't deserve to be there, or there's somebody else you feel should have started ahead of them? I'll let K start with the hot takes because I know he's he's ready. <laughs> you are. Canyon, don't, don't don't look at us like that. You are you uh, are who you are. Uh, listen, but there's sometimes I do bring facts. And one person, you do I was, a bit of both. yeah, I do a bit of both. It's, it's sports and entertainment, is what we like to call it. Yeah, there's two people that shouldn't be starters, in my honest opinion. I'm not saying okay. they shouldn't be there, but shouldn't be starters. We'll start in the East. Trey Young. Yeah. Okay, talk us that's, through your talk us through your uh, your hypothesis, as it were. So I'll give you a brief backstory. Last year, one of our guys was telling us that watch out for Atlanta. And of course, that didn't happen at first until they got my man Nick McMillan in. Started playing a bit defense, got a bit better. Obviously made the conference finals. Looks fantastic. This year, not so much. We'll allow them with COVID and injuries and whatnot. And although he's playing well, not as well as last year, albeit, and they're under 500, again, shouldn't be a starter. Not in my opinion, with the players that are out in the East as well. But then again, there's not too many. But my guys at Levine is one for starters, just one. And then in the West, the, the glaring, the glaring one would be Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> That's not a hot what? take. That that is just facts. <laughs> and I think he, I, I think he's just there based on the fact he's alive and playing basketball because the rest of the stars oh, wow. at West are injured. I'm not, I'm not saying he doesn't probably deserve to be an All Star. Maybe make it in off the bench. Yeah, there'll be nothing wrong with that. But as a starter, it, it screams Mo Williams, LeBron days back in '09. So what are you saying? He's, so, he's that gravity, that Steph gravity working again. Um, 
not even on, on the court, off the court. That gravity is that Steph gravity. You know what I'm talking about. I, I, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, no. Jeff, um, are you are you in agreement with Kay? Yeah, Wiggins shouldn't be starting. To be fair, I heard people suggested at points in the season, but I, I mean, I'm a fan. I think he's done really well for them. He's actually a key member of their team, but to say he should be starting is crazy. I don't agree with Trey though. I think Trey should be an All Star. His numbers have stayed consistently great, even though oh, yeah. they've been injured throughout most of the season. They've won six on the bounce mm. as well. They're going to make the playoffs. You think they're going to make the playoffs? Yeah? Over Zach. He's not better than Zach. Okay, maybe not over Zach, but at the same time, for me, that's a pick him. Trey's numbers. He's not better, he's not better, better than Demar either. I say we just pick three guards and go at it. But mm. then again, well, the Demar should out. be a forward. I think that's what people were arguing about earlier. Uh, yeah. If he's a forward and he misses out, that's, that's the case, though. So I'll ask you guys a question, I, I, I guess. Um, I feel like, Kane, it, regarding um, Trey, you're, you're thinking about team record. While Jeff, you, when you're thinking about Kane, you're thinking about his individual play. And despite the fact they may not have as many wins as would have been anticipated, the exactly. fact that even where they are now is off the back of his what has been consistent play the whole season. So really, what, what makes an all-star to you guys? Do you look... For, I'll start with you, Jeff. It's definitely a bit of both. It has to be team record and... Unless you're talking about it, everyone's always there's always been one player I feel that gets picked regardless of team record. Yeah. Um, and usually you can't really argue. Uh, I'm sure when Kobe got picked in 05, I'm sure the, the Lakers weren't over 500. No. They didn't finish it that season, but he was a staple. Um, yeah. I think Trey's got to that point of superstardom, if you like, where he's, like he's going to be picked regardless. Yeah. So long as yeah. the numbers match up, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it, it was it was funny. I think the, the league and fans kind of went up and down on Trey. It was kind of like he came in, next Steph Curry, deep freeze. Did it, then people didn't like how he, he was constantly drawing fouls. You know, the same things that are leveled at um, Jim Harden. Um, and then people got really down on him. And it was unlucky not to make the All-Star team last year. And then... I think, I, I think um, the Knicks series changed it all. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, that I think that, turned, that basically... Okay. We He's a player, you. basically. Yeah. yeah, you're you're a player, and you're gonna you're gonna get get it done either way. So, um, I definitely see from that perspective. Now, like you said, once you get that respect from the league, from the fans, from the other players in the league, if you're putting up your numbers and you're playing consistently, you're gonna make the All Star team every single year, regardless yeah. of really how your how your team is doing, because people know you're not really the issue behind the the overall team record. Um, it, injuries have robbed us of a lot of players uh, this season, to be fair. And some guys who might have been staples um, haven't necessarily had the best seasons anyway. Um, AD, for one, who you'd normally expect to be a starter in the West. Luka Would Dons, he make it, actually? Even as a... Um, um, as a I don't know. Not I, this season. Ah, he's put numbers up, but... But we've I seen him play. I think, I think he'll just about make it. I think, it's a, again, it's a respect thing, isn't it? I yeah. think that the issue with AD this season has been like, okay, we need you to take a leap now. We need you to be an MVP conversation if the Lakers want to be where we think they should be. And he hasn't been that. He's been really good. Um, twenty Was it 24 and 10? Defense is there. He, he did, for me, he was a bit up and down early in the season. A lot of games where he, it felt like, why aren't you just taking over, my guy? Um, but I think perception on him again is is down. He's been injured. He might not make it. He's been injured a bit as well. I'm I think that game on Thursday it. might swing it for him. Um, the way he played against Embiid, a mm. lot of people were like, "Oh, so 
when you're not available, people forget sometimes. But what about Especially captains or Ben? Bad situation, but um, AD's one of those players that only has to have like one game back, and I think everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, he's an all star. You're going to have the discourse about some all stars, but some guys are locks. He's one of them, I think. He should mm. make it. Yeah, but I, I think know, the reserves man. are picked by coaches, players, coaches, right? Players so it might coaches. be a bit dicey, actually. Yeah, I feel like coaches always kind of give respect. They give respect to guys who've achieved shit. So if you pop up between an upcoming guy and a guy who's got a resume, they always pick the guy with the resume, I feel like. Um, So I think you're right in that regard, Jeff. Um, So AD probably slips in and we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. Who would you have had starting ahead of uh, Wiggins this year as an All-Star? Okay. In the West. Uh, Booker. Chris Paul, like I said, they're down as guards, aren't they? So that's the most tricky. I don't think Wiggins is in as a forward, so that's partly it. And not get me wrong, I get what he's done. He's been the last two years, he's been great and not not fulfilled his uh, number one draft potential, but he's definitely been a very serviceable member for the last two years. But yeah, even Donovan, that's another player I'd have ahead of Wiggins. But again, it comes down okay, to so- the gravity. Yeah, so I guess you, you you make a relevant point there. Have we gotten to the stage where, obviously, remember, we it used to be pretty like two guards, two forwards, and a big. Two guards, yeah. two forwards. And then they adapted yeah. because the league had changed. Have we maybe gotten to the, the point where we just let it be the five players with the most votes alongside the fans and coaches are our all-star starters? So it doesn't get so bogged down in this position and certain guys who are not necessarily meant to be in but because they have a certain amount of votes because they play in a certain position are starting over guys who should be all-star starters or do you guys like it being organized the way it's it's organized still i think there's definitely going to be change um there's already been a bit of discourse about the the wiggins pick um <laughs> i feel like there's going to be something that happens i don't know what exactly i don't want to speak in 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 tongues here but there's going to be something that happens whereby I don't think players like Wings will make it. Um, Is that a good or bad thing? Good. Good. It's okay. It's good. It's good. It's okay. It's not. Why is it good? I I think there's just been better players. Like, albeit finals record's been great, but I don't. Again, Luca, Donovan, Paul, Booker. Yeah, you know what? I I, I might disagree with with. The fan vote having as much sway as it does right now because I'm obviously bigger markets. Wiggins has a whole of debate yeah. voting for him, and we know what Warriors fans online can be like. So it's like, yeah. funnily enough, Wiggins is a front court player. Apologies, that's that seems, seems what the voting results the split is, and he finished yeah. fifth for the fan vote. So he yeah, yeah, back, back, back the front court. court, back court and back court and front court. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's where it is. So but I, I just don't think. The way All-Star has always worked, I, I just don't think you can take the fan vote away too much. Um, yeah, I don't know. The stars this is my thing, though, because... I, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to change, but I think they will change something because they have to. But this is my thing, though. You say that, but when a guy retires, All-Star is one of the things they put up in terms of how's his... Should he be a Hall of Famer? And yeah. I feel like still, like you mentioned, the Bay being able to just all right, let's go, let's bombard and make um, Andrew Wiggins go viral. Say he makes three, four All Star teams, wins. A Isn't that what they did for Yao? Yeah, yeah, you got this whole China behind it, and, and, and nobody disputes it though. <laughs> what, are saying, what, are saying, right? what are you saying, Canada? 
No, no, no. Yeah. Yao, Yao, Yao was a big baller, but that's yeah. what happened for him, right? That's why he was a nine-time whatever it was, all-star. It, it happens for loads of players. I don't think... Our only gripe is because it's happened for Wiggins. Mm. Which is like the other... People have been like injured. Him, but People usually, have been injured. I, I mean, what's to say he's actually not like a really popular player who... Obviously, it's been Burden overdone, time, but for his play, plus his popularity, he's gotten in. It's it might be a one-time thing. Star. Over True. the course of his career, it might turn around and, and prove or show rather that it was deserved, actually. At some point, he should have been an all-star. Maybe he got it that year. You know, fair yeah. enough. That's I, a good point. I, I, I think it's one of those things where if you have an issue with it, like, hey, it's it not an issue, be, plus uh, it's just, it's, it's uh, just a case. type of, you know, no, I'm not off my lawn. Please, 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 please. What it is, yeah, I think mm. it's partly down to their success because he's been playing well, as you can see. Like I said, third in fan vote, fifth in player. Like he's clearly being recognised for his work. But yeah. also, I think it's down to the fact he wouldn't have he would have made it. I think this year, I just don't think he would have been a star if everybody had been available. But obviously, yeah. that's that's coulda shoulda woulda. So that doesn't really matter anyway. He's been yeah. fit, like, I, I, well. I think, as crazy as it sounds, Wiggins might have been in, in the shop for. The reserve anyway. Do you see what I'm saying? Or one yeah, of those guys, they kind of 100%. say, oh, he didn't get picked, but, you know, should have been in the contention been an so, been an all-star this 100%. Year, yeah. All that's really happened is that he's, no one's going to say, oh, all-star starter in mm. 2029 when we're talking about Wiggins' career. Do you see what I'm saying? They're going to say all-star. So, you know, yeah. I don't think it really matters. He's, in the grand scheme of it, in what, the grand scheme what, of things, what, we exactly. really, what are we really talking about? Yeah, I hear you. Cool. So the rosters are um, 12 each in, in, in its entirety. So the coaches um, will pick the reserves. Um, and I want to just have a quick chat with you guys about that that number that roster of 12. So it's been a roster of 12 since like the 1950s, back when the league was comprised of 10 teams. Um, a lot of years have passed since then. We've got a 30-team league. Is 12 still a fair amount of All-Stars for the amount of talent we have in this league? No. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, K, K, K first. Um, why is it not a fair number and what should the number be? I'll just do 15-15. Just each team, bro. Like, There's clearly a lot of talented players in the league. It's not a case of like diluting the products of like, voting. There's always been a, a lot of talented players in the league. Obviously, the talent course. levels have increased, but there's always been positions where, you know, there's been a lot of talented players. There's when they 12, say that, that. 15 just seems right. I don't know. 15 just goes to your roster. Right. That's a lot of players. What's, what's, the roster, what's the roster size? Is it 15? Yeah. In the NBA. Yeah. 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 In the playoffs, how many players yeah. get played? Seven, Eight, at best. Nine. All right, cool. So we're talking about all-stars, right? So you need to get mm. the top of that. Like, you can always separate even... Even if you have like 15 players or whatever it might be, 20 players that could be all stars, yeah, you can find like 12 and just say, all right, the other eight that make it, it might be next year, whatever it might be. I don't think you need to send this a thing where it's, you know, for everyone. Well, not for everyone. Fair. I understand it's only six more players, but that is a lot in the grand scheme of things. Okay, now so anyone can potentially make it. So, okay, so interesting. So let's, if we look at the East and we look at the West, I think both conferences, conferences have their foundation level all-star so even if the players are starter or reserve they're going to make it every single year yeah so when mm -hmm. you look across at the west you've kind of got um lebron Jokic, steph um when he's fit Kawhi, paul george um dame a ad it just means someone's yeah. been, someone's missing out every year then bro yeah but, more or less what, so 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 i guess what i'm saying is that 
when we know the politics that's involved in the picking, when we know, like we discussed, how a coach will, if it's an upcoming guy with numbers and he's outplaying a, a guy who has a reputation, the guy with a reputation will get in 99 times out of 100. Do we want to maybe just open the door just a little bit more for those guys well, you, who... You have that for all NBA. Do you think all NBA is fairer? Yeah, you, yeah. Have you know what? You have three. I, I hear that. You have three teams. Five times three. Yeah. It's actually, you know. And some players don't make all-star, but make all NBA. So you know what? That's exactly. Fair enough. Which so that's, that's, you end up fair. getting like a fair or someone gets defensive player of the year, whatever it might be. Like someone always because gets fans don't vote. So you're leaving something NBA, basically. Yeah. You're leaving exactly. with something. When okay. it comes to all-star, I think you have to keep the tradition in the sense of it's still for the fans. The fans want to see. Exactly. So you don't want to just start throwing players and you're going to end up getting loads of picks when it comes to coaches reserves like the Atlanta four in 2015, whatever it was. Yeah. Or yeah, Wiggins, guys. for instance, where you're going to have people yeah. saying, ah, oh, he's not really an all-star. He's played really well, but all-star, different. He's not coming from. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Cool. So let's try and fill out these these rosters then. Um, let's start with the East. So, like I said, starters, KD, Yanis, Embiid, Trey Young and DeMar DeRozan. Um, I'll, I'll throw a couple of names, um, get you guys thoughts, then you guys can add whoever you want. Um, I'll start with um, James Harden. Is he an all-star this year? Oh, Fred. <laughs> Jeff's face has a move. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think I, I think Durant is the MVP because his his second best player is 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 Harden. So that should say enough. Okay. Really? Uh, you don't think that's on him? You don't think that's something alone? You think it's actually because of Harden that like, he's playing at this level? No, my point being that Harden's offered no help this year. If Harden, oh, okay. so basically if Harden was playing, and you, at... you guys know I'm a big Harden guy, but this year, mm-hmm. this thank, year thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Sorry. So, okay. so he's not an all-star. No, not, not an all-star. No. Thank you. Thank Do God. You think the politics he makes the team? Yeah. No. You don't think he makes Ooh, it? Okay. No. Cool. No. No. Um, Zach Levine. The politics that you you speak of won't be affected when it comes to the the coaches, you see what I'm saying? The coach are going to pick who they have to pick because they know he deserves to be an all-star. So someone like Harden will get in if there's no clear other guy or mm. other guys. I don't think Harden gets in this year because there's a few that should make it before him. Cool. Zach Levine? Yeah, guaranteed. Oh. Cool. Um, Jason Tatum? Guaranteed. Yeah. Galen Brown? No. No. Uh, Mobley. Who? I like, but no. He'll be in the Rising Stars game anyway, so it will oh, be yeah, a transfer to pick. Cool show, rather. Yeah, he'll be at All-Star yeah. Weekend anyway. Put him in a skills challenge, maybe. No, he'll be out. But he's guaranteed. He's a, he's a lot from, like, probably next year onwards from another 10 years. Mm. Uh, Darius Garland. Nope. Yes. But I like him. Really? Yes. Cool. So, from that list, um, we've got five starters. We've added three: Levine, Tatum, and Garland. Um, who else would you? Who else would you guys add to fill out the roster? Would you put Lamelo, maybe Bridges, Van Vliet? These are all guys that. Bought How out much has Middleton played this year? No, I feel like their big three. Their big three has been injured quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, but I feel like when he has played, he's played well. Um, he has. He and might be one of those guys you speak of when it comes to gets on reputation. Anyway, politics, even though it's not really the politics. Champion. Yeah. He's played 39 games this season. 39 games, 25 and 5. You know what? 44%, 38 and 89. You know what? Yeah. That's just on looking on the on the box score alone. 
Yeah, I, I think he might get in. Um, he gets inherited. He's Olympic champ as well. He's got a certain level of reputation in the league now. Yeah, I think. yeah that's that's a scoring good in yeah. like, scoring in line with his career averages. Yeah, and they're yeah, and cool. they're playing well. So you got Levine, Tatum, Garland. Um, I feel Lillard. like he deserve one more. No, Ooh, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy's Jimmy's a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else? So now we've got ten. So you've got two more spaces. Lamelo. Makes it. The coaches get him in, yeah? Yeah, like, man. Yeah. Uh... Mm. They're seventh. Mm. The players had Miles Bridges high as well, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say Bridges probably gets him. Was he higher than Melo? Was he higher than Melo? Um, really yeah, well. for the player. But... I've, I've been calling Bridges that guy for about 18 months now. For a minute, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, how about Fred Vlamvliet? He's definitely getting him. Guaranteed. Okay, so we've got Miles Bridges and we've got Fred Van Vliet. So that's our roster. So our starters... Oh, well, I never said Bridges. Whoa, 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 whoa. No? Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. So we got um, Fred. <laughs> so we got one more space. <laughs> did we put Melo? Read, read out the, the, the uh, one to eight in the, in the East right now for me. Sure. So I've got KD, Yanis, Embiid, Trey Young, DeRozan. Then we've got Zach Levine, Darius Garland, Chris Middleton, Jimmy Butler, of Fred Van Vliet. So the Cavs only really deserve one player. Hmm. I don't think so. We said no to Mobley. And I know there's an obvious one we're missing as well. I'll be honest. Jarrett Allen? No. Not yet. He got pretty high. And but he'll, get couple, and he'll get a couple. Of he got, he got high on the player vote and the media vote. Bradley Bill? Yeah. I was gonna say Bill actually earlier. I think, think he's probably he a as well. Do you think so? Yeah, you know, that's another one that you can add in with the Middleton type of whatever you want to call it. Multiple but still deserves it kind of thing. Okay, Bill. So make Bill all star. So I think that's our roster. Let me just do my counting. Got five. But what's 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 the um the the conference one to eight? Because like I said, I thought that's okay. Team in there that the standings. Just, yeah, uh, you got yeah. Miami first, Chicago Bulls second, 76ers, Cleveland fourth, the Bucks fifth. Brooklyn 6th, the Hornets 7th, Raptors 8th. Yeah, I'll stick with what I've got. Yeah? yeah. Uh, okay, is there anyone else you want to add that we, we didn't or anyone else you think should be up for? Yeah, Mobley should definitely be up there. Um, Mobley, yeah? Mobley's a guarantee. Alan, you could even say it should be up there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would pretty much be it for me. Cool. Um, let's let's go over to the West. So our starters: LeBron, Jokic, Wiggins, Steph Curry, Ja Morant. Um, yeah, let's 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 get into the West, which feels a heavily yeah. Devin Booker. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else have they got in the uh, West? Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw your face there. No, um, I'm a I'm a, I'm a big Mitchell guy, but I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm more and more I hear what people say when they talk about Utah and their lack of defense and what they they make Gobert uh, Gobert sorry have to do. Uh, and Mitchell's a big part of that. He doesn't like to play defense, even though he could actually play it because he's quite athletic, long arms. Um, yeah. But offensively, you can't really argue. So yeah, plus they're up there at the top. So yeah, uh, Gobert himself is he an also? Yeah. 
Um, Luca. Yeah. Cool. Um, Anthony Edwards. Timberwolves ape. Edwards is my guy, but I'm not sure. Cap. Cap. I, 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 I probably. Yeah, cap. Cap. Cool. Ad. No. Okay. Um, Jonte Murray. Yeah. Um, for me. For me. For you. And Dame. No. Cool. So I think we we've got Booker. Yes. Chris Paul, yes. Donovan Mitchell, yes. Rudy Gobert, yes. Luka Doncic, yes. Um, and we've got Cat and Dejounte Murray are kind of shaky. So we've got five. So we need two more for the um, two more for the West. Two more thirty guys for the West. Um, Shay Gilgis Alexander. Numbers wise, yes. Would you put him in? Okay. Throw some more names at me first, and I'll decide. Mm. But he should be in there, which is kind of harsh of me, I think. Jaron Fox? No. Um, there's not too many. Everybody there's else. Not too is... many. Um, uh, I just Ingram, can't see Ingram, Ingram, Ingram's had a lot of injuries this year. No Zion this year. Um, I think Shay's got a good shout to be in it. Do you think they'll put him in it though, with their record? Come back to AD. I think AD will go in. What based because, off the fact that it's not too yeah, there's yeah, a lot of injuries, yeah. There's not, there's not too many obvious ones. Plus his numbers still kinda add up even when he wasn't playing well. He, was he still, still had all star numbers, yeah. yeah. So I guess we're looking at one of Murray or Cat or Anthony Edwards. Cat should definitely be in it. Cat? Okay. Cool. But I so, him earlier when you first read out his name. Um Yeah, you did. I wasn't sure if that I, was I, a... I, I would love to see Edwards in there. My only issue is that I feel like there's a few guards already that um probably will will get in there before he does. Um if Lamelo yeah. makes on the other side, then Edwards should make it though. There's a there's a good argument. So we got our five starters in the West, and we've got Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Luka Doncic, Carl Anthony Towns, and A D. And that's that's twelve. Um so we drop are we dropping out Giante Murray, yeah? Um, I wouldn't want to. I think he may end up just missing out. And but it will be the last he misses, misses out. And that's the nature of the Spurs being 11th. Yeah. Where they are, yeah. yeah but it should, he should be one of those guys that gets the um, recognition anyway. Because at, at some point, or at, rather at one point, the Spurs were actually um, making up ground on, on 500. And they've kind of just gone by the wayside again. But his numbers have stayed... Um, Pretty Strong. consistent, yeah. Oh man, yeah, the Spurs. Uh good old pop. Uh cool. So let's let's talk about a guy who um in most other years usually is an all-star starter, but has had his injury issues, um, continues to really not put himself in playing shape, but puts up his numbers regardless. Um, Luca. Um, it feels like he's starting to round into form the, the um Mavericks themselves, they've got the fifth def- best defense in the league, they're fifth in the West. Um, I think Jason Kidd started off trying to get him off the ball more, get other guys involved, try and balance out the offense, and then he realized that. Like, Listen, man, we live and die with this. We live and die with this kid. How do you think his season's been, Jeff? Still higher. Mariah, ask me the question again. Go on. Yeah, cool. So uh, talking about the Dallas Mavericks, they got the yeah, fifth best defense in the league, twenty-nine and twenty-one, fifth in the West. 
Uh, I think where they kind of started the season, Jason Kidd was very much trying to get Luca involved more off the ball. Gravity, as, as they say, your best player attracting other players, create space for, for his inferior teammates. But it seems like he's kind of, yeah, given up on that and just said, um, Luca, get get it cracking, my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what season do you think Luca's having? And I guess him in general, because he, the numbers are always going to be there. Always going to be there with him, yeah. My, my thing is like, you're what, three, four years, four years in the league now, five years in the league now. You're still showing up. You're not in playing shape. Um, you're putting together these great playoff runs, which aren't actually resulting in series wins. You, you, you put, you're coming out tough losses. Um, where are you at with Luca right now? There's no way he can ever be judged until they, they actually roster. It's the same roster he's had since he's been in the league. Mm. About one or two tweaks. I mean, that's not going to get it done. Um, Porzingis is making a bit of a jump. Um, has done pretty much all year, which is why they've kind of separated themselves away from 500. My main thing is, ultimately, I think they're always going to... Luca and Porzingis, they work, but it seems as though Porzingis plays better when Luca either isn't in the team or when he's got like a bigger role, which takes away from the Mavericks in a sense. Um, I'm not too sure how the synergy works going forward. What I would say, however, is until we see some kind of roster change, Hardaway's got to be moved. They've got to try and sign Brunson, please. If they don't, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna they're really gonna regret that, that one because he he's been amazing. Um, and they've yeah, got to make some other tweaks to their roster as well. Like, up until early the season, they were still playing Cooley Stein and what have you. That's not going to work. I mean, you can't surround that around... Or sorry, you can't surround Luca with an abject roster. At best, an, a mediocre one. And ask him to keep turning water into wine. It's just not going to work. So, um, mm. I think the season's a big one. They tried to get the uh, DeRozan this off-season. Um, I think they tried to make as well. Mm, that would have been a big. really good. That would have been a really good addition. Yeah, a lot of people weren't sure about it. Felt like it was taking the ball away from Luca's hands, but Luca DeRozan and and Paul Zingas is actually a, a pretty solid uh, free. Um, so it wasn't able to happen. They do need to make some kind of changes. Kid, one thing we always knew he was going to bring was defense. Um, yeah. And ultimately, defense wins a lot if you have talented players that you can surround. Um, your main guy with defense, yeah. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah. <sighs> it's funny. So you're actually you're, you're okay with him. You, you don't have any issues with the season he's having. Um, you want to see him around better players before you make any sort of yeah. You can, you can never make any sort of judgment on Luke. I'm sorry, uh, if only because nobody else had to deal with like the same roster for the last three years. Mm. That 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 happened only last in like you know the late 2000s, bro. You know where yeah. teams would have the same roster. Year after year after year, whether they were playing well or not, you know, and he keeps getting them into the playoffs. But now at a point where ultimately, if he's not going to be surrounded with better players, it's not enough to just say, "Oh, Paul Zingas has turned it up." You know, they they still have their problems because, understandably, Paul Zingas himself is a player that needs the ball in his hands as well. So you need yeah. to find another player or uh, uh, something in between that to kind of bridge the gap. Or so do you think you need to move Paul Zingas? Yeah, I was about to ask. Do you, you you do or you don't think they should? Do I don't it? think they should do that. He's Why he's taking because he's taking his own leap this year. So, but do you think now where he's taken this leap and he's probably earned some equity back in terms of his reputation, if yeah. his game doesn't fit 
naturally. Well, you say the reason they why he's at his highest. Yeah, I get yeah. Like, shouldn't they probably try and get a player who does fit better with does fit better with um, Luca while they can? I I also worry that he will potentially get injured again at some point. I almost feel like he's too tall. If that's if that's, if that's um, they could do maybe with getting them some some better big help. Uh, firstly, um, maybe someone that can help him play the four uh, more often, which I think he's probably best suited to. Um, maybe Miles Turner in the summer. I think he's a free agent. If he's not, maybe try and make a move from something like that. Um, yeah, it's, they have I, I, I don't know if you move him. But I Maybe also just what you do with a bit of a red herring. So you're like, what do we do here? I get you. I wouldn't move him, but I, if you can't get him a Miles Turner type piece, then maybe that ends up being your choice. What were you saying there, Kay? Um, he can't. He needs to stop shooting. Firstly, <laughs> he's playing well. He needs to stop shooting. And yeah, he's taking like six a game, six threes a game, shooting like twenty eight percent. I'm not even a numbers don't like that. But that is a if you're taking six a game. At least give me like thirty three or thirty four percent at the minimum, and yeah. What's he shooting right now? From the field, forty five. That's not bad for a man who shoots a lot. That's fine, forty five. Yeah. But from three, he's taking six. Twenty eight is not. Twenty eight percent, yeah, well, of course. Not it's, it's not good, but if it's forty five overall, that means in, in the two. Yeah, two in the grand scheme, he's more, than, not too he's crazy. more than making up. He's more than making up for the deficiencies. Of course. Um, he, he, I think he just likes to mix it up, and I don't think he's he necessarily it. somebody who wants. The minute a guy is big, people are like bang, you got to go in there and bang. Uh, some guys, he's a European, a bit of more of a finesse game, and we've seen in the past that he has a good shooting stroke. So it might also um, be, be the the ball that everyone's been complaining about. The new Wilson. he has three, point, three points all around the league. It has has gone down. Even um, even the mighty Steph. So we've heard it from everyone that it might be the ball. But then yeah. this happened a while ago when they changed the ball from leather to synthetic. I don't. I think it was around early 2010. And they said, mm. oh, the ball's too slippery, blah, blah, blah. Then it changed from the seasons on as they got used to it. But yeah, going on after what Greg, uh, not quite sorry, Jeff has said about the Mavs, me personally, I'm very surprised. About what he like, said? Uh, but no, about what, they've, what we've seen. Okay. It, good far. surprise or bad surprise? Good, good surprise because, as, Greg, as Jeff said, the roster isn't the best, if I'm going to be kind. It's not the best. And it's been the same for, what, two, three years now? Not really yeah, much change around that. And so the fact they're even doing this well, obviously Kid has brought in defence. How long is it going to last? I think once it reaches the playoffs, the, ball, the bubble might burst. But I think some serious change needs to be done because there's clearly something that Kid is working with. Because if you can get these lots of hoop, then it reminds me a bit of when Tibbs first came into New York and they were hooping a bit, but then the roster is still very much meh. But it's almost like you've got the sum of its parts is kind of greater than greater than what the individual actually that what he's doing. And obviously, Nick's have a Luca, so yeah, it's an interesting one. But I think they definitely need to make the most of his window because now we're seeing earlier and earlier that players are like man, I need to win, I need to get out. So he's probably thinking, listen, if you don't fix this, then you need to find me a way out. So do you think they're, they're in an interesting conundrum? He's getting what the, the 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 biggest contract anyone his age has ever gotten. Um, and he's the face, he's the face of the franchise. Um, and for the most part, it seems that they they like cater to, to his wants and his needs. Listen, he's coming in season after season in poor shape. Um, I think that's that shocking. I'll be honest. I don't think you, I don't think that's that four or five years in, though. Maybe that's just how he's built. And I think one that'll probably stop as I get build, older, yeah. 
And secondly, okay, let's not do it. And then secondly, I think as well, it won't be a case of him wanting to leave, but we've seen in the past players just get more and more vocal about I need help or this that. You just tell mm. you just hear little things in the media here and there. So maybe not him leaving, but you'll definitely see them being a lot more aggressive in the off season. That's a good point. I think with Dirk, they had the guy who kind of just was just cool. Like superstars usually Tim, Timmy was close to leaving the Spurs in the early 2000s. And if it wasn't for Doc yeah. Rivers saying no family on the planes, he, he wouldn't have spent his whole career there. Kobe, Lakers life, or we know he was trying to get out because he wanted a team that could actually win. Um, so I guess it, mm. it, it goes down to what sort of guy Luca is. Is he content to be, you know, all-star, all-NBA, um, the oh, if we could guy, or is he going to be like, eventually that, that gets boring. Now I want to be the guy. I want to win some shit. So... Um, we'll, we'll I think see it's how the they... latter. You think it's the latter, yeah? He's hyper competitive. We've seen him play for Slovenia. We've seen him even when the Mavs are winning these tight games and he's just taking it to these stars. Like He just seems hyper competitive. And obviously, we can complain about how we come into the season out of shape and whatnot. But professionalism comes as you get older. Obviously, he should have come by now four years into the league, but it doesn't seem to be stopping his play. So we'll it see doesn't. how it goes down the line. It doesn't. And maybe for him, it's kind of like he looks around and he's like... <sighs> I'm putting up crazy numbers regardless. This team really isn't going anywhere anyway. So I'm 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 a do me until until I, I don't need to do me until I'm holding the team back from going going all the way. So uh, I wanted to talk about another player and also our starter this time uh, out in the West doing absolute damage. Um, Joel Embiid, um, really looking like um, one of like four or five players in that best player in the league conversation. Um, Okay, let, let, let's talk on Joel and, and, and the run he's putting together. And I guess the obligation that the 76ers have to him, c- considering that. I think we know that players playing at an elite level, it, it's not guaranteed to last forever. It, all it takes is one injury to completely rewrite the course of somebody's career. So first about Joel and then I guess what the Sixers potentially want to do to give him a chance to, to be successful this season. I don't know what there is to say really, like about Joel. Like there's this, there's just not enough words. And me, Frank, me personally, I'm very happy to see it because obviously early in the season he had his injuries, had COVID, they're out. But now he's back. We're clearly seeing the dominant force he can be. And as well, I think it shouldn't go without saying that the team is not exactly constructed for success as it as it is right now anyway. And you're still seeing him more or less put them on his back. In this era where we like our big men to have small guard skills and whatnot, and it's very much a small man's league, who are based around the league, and we're seeing him go above and beyond and do everything. Like, there's not nothing we've seen Joel not do recently. I think he's on a crazy run. I think his last 10, 11 games, he scored 25 twice, and everything else has been, like, above 30, shooting close to 50%, if not above. Like, I don't know what to say about Joel, because... I've been saying he's the best centre in the league for a while. And obviously that's up for debate for anyone, but I'm not mad at even now. And this is without um, disregarding the other superstar out in Denver. But yeah, I think what we're seeing now is what we've all said for a while. And like you said, it just depends on if he gets injured or not, which is always the worry. But right now, that's not a worry at all. Mm. He He was in the MVP conversation last year, then he got injured. Jeff, has his play gone up a level from last year, or is this what Joel's been about for the last couple of years for you? Uh, I think it's gone up. I wouldn't say a level, but mm. it depends on what you consider a level to be. Because yeah. 
I mean, now he's firmly an MVP talk. I think last year was more of like a conversation and he kind of fell away from it. Mm. Whereas now you can say legitimately, like, I, I think he's going to win the MVP. Um, not necessarily because he deserves it over Giannis or, or Jokic, more so than any, like, not because he deserves it more so than they do. But I think I've seen the narrative kind of like go this way for him so far as his name's concerned. And the numbers are, are hard to argue with, considering everything that's happening with Simmons as well. Yeah. And that he's continuously performed himself. He's built up Maxi. Maxi obviously was going to, or not obviously, talent, even from when he was in college. So you could tell he was going to be a good player. But the level or the, the, the level that you speak of in terms of going up kind of relates to other players in his team. But that's based heavily on Joel himself. Uh, mm. So Maxi becoming like almost. I don't think he's guaranteed most improved player, but he's definitely in the conversation. In that conversation of four, with four or five guys, yeah. One of those um, where even when you look at the contribution, sorry, of, of other players like, you know, Tybo and and Seth continues to do what he's doing. Tobias, less so, but, you know, he's still playing well. Drummond at one point was, was I haven't heard much of him recently, but at one point he was definitely like a, a very serviceable big off the, the bench. And a lot of people weren't sure how that was going to work. Joel's managed to keep that roster together in slight, or in slight, despite rather what's happened with, with Simmons. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, I think if anything, it's more so his leadership that's taken a level, uh, step up so far as level's concerned, more so than his actual play. Mm. which has gone up, but maybe not to the level that people might think, oh, what was he doing last year? He's always, this has been like a, a gradual jump, if you like. Yeah, yeah. I think, again, we I spoke about injuries around Paul Zingas. I was looking at his um with at his basketball ref a few days ago, and I think he's closing in on 300 regular season games. Um, when you consider how long he's been in the league, obviously there's been the COVID lockdown and, and, and whatever. It just shows you how much of a big part that injury has played in, in his career up to now and really all you just hope for is that he can he can keep hold it together keep fit for a, a couple of years nothing too debilitating but yeah you know when it almost feels like i know the game was it feels like the game's slowed down even more for him and he's just out there and he's just i'm just gonna at this moment i'm gonna shoot i'm gonna move my guy i'm gonna take a free i'm gonna go to the i'm gonna go to the rim um, and slap it down with authority i'm gonna find the open guy um, which is something that um, was always kind of leveled at him, that he could get double teamed and could potentially basically turn into a black hole. Yeah, now, yeah. now he's now he's finding the open guy. Um, and we know where his confidence is in terms of how good he thinks he can be. So we were going to have a conversation around potential trades for contenders. Um, we're talking about Ben Simmons. Um, we've been talking about Ben Simmons all season. Uh, I thought that he'd eventually cave and play. Um, but that's obviously not going to happen at this point. Um, first question I ask you guys is, um, what is Ben Simmons worth on the trade market? Before we talk about potentially what, what the 76ers could do. What, what is he worth to you, Kay? If, if you were a GM of uh, 29 other teams, what would you be willing to give up to get Ben Simmons? Not a lot. Like We <laughs> clearly saw, like obviously we're still hearing whispers of Sacramento pulling out because the Sixers were asking for the world and more. So they're expecting an all-star caliber player back or a max player back. But I don't think anyone's really willing to give that up because considering they know his deficiencies. 
And the problem is, I think everyone kind of knows now that he's not a guard. Like, he's very much a big man with guard-like oh, skills yeah. who can play elite, elite, elite defence. But on the other side, this game, there's in, an infinite amount of possessions, it seems, these days. And he's just almost very inefficient when the ball's not in his hands offensively. So, yeah, if I was a GM, I don't know what I'd give up, to be fair. But I do know it wouldn't be the current All-Star that I had. If it was a fair package of a first and maybe a few role players, yeah, <laughs> fine. But that's only because he's not played all year. And also, there's also the fact that we know he might get traded and he'd be like, well, I don't want to be here. I can just sit out again. And then you're kind of shafted. So, yeah, I'm not sure what I can really give up, to be fair. Just based on what we've seen in the last few months. Mm. How about you, Jeff? What, what are you giving up? If you're one of the 29 other GMs, Ben Simmons on the market, what, what's the most you'd give up for him? I mean, the reason he's not gone yet is because no one wants to give up much. And, what they want, yeah. And that's pretty much what it is. I don't. Daryl Morey said that he's happy to find Simmons for the duration of his contract. The more I think about it, a deal will be done, but I don't think it will be done this year. And I'm not too sure it will be done in the off-season either, if only because if he's insistent on that, he's going to be he's going to be shocked. I don't think he's shocked right now. I think he's actually just content with with sort of like letting him stew on the sideline, which, which I think is crazy. He, he's got to move him. Um, mm. You can't waste Embiid's prime. He's 27, 28 soon. You yeah. can't waste that. You can't waste him the next couple of years. You've got to try and put some kind of package around him. Um, if Sacramento are happy to send Jaron Fox, you've got to send uh, Simmons over, in my opinion. Um, and if you're not willing to send him to sack, I don't know where you send him. And that to me sounds like an impasse that could very well continue way past this summer. So I'm not too sure how it works. Maybe Sacramento go back in. If they go back in, then it happens there. But I'm not giving up much myself. Uh, similar to K, maybe a first um, and some extra picks. Oh, but you're not getting my all-star. No, unless my all-star is like your no all-star. Way. And not a lot of All-Stars are like Ben Simmons, unfortunately. And that's why a lot of people didn't want to accept years ago. And I was saying everyone, I'm not too sure about the guy. Um, would you, would defense def, defense is, is is important, big time. But it's not game. to play for, uh, you know, an upgrade on Matisse Tyler, for instance. I mean, don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. There's, there's, there's right. definitely ball handling skills there. But when people even discuss those... Handling skills, they make him sound like he's um Kyrie. It's not that at all. It's, it's a guy that can handle the ball. He's not much better than Blake Griffin was. But you can get that in a lot of players. And I don't think that that's such a premium that you have to be held to ransom by by a team that hasn't seen that player play all year. And I think a lot of okay. teams won't do that either. Yeah. So you Riddle me this. Riddle me this. You're the Portland Trailblazers. Your defence has been atrocious. Portland, Portland, Portland. The duration of the, the, the Dame Lillard era. Dame is 30-31 now. Yeah, he's done. Great swap. He's right at the back end of his prime. Embiid is in his prime. That gives Embiid the, the, the co-star who can who can space the floor and who can shoot, who can handle, who when Embiid can sit down, can carry the offence, who they can work together, pick and roll stuff. Um, and Portland have a 25-year-old to build it. I think because of how very specific Ben Simmons' skills are, you you can't move him to many rosters and get great value for him. You have to build around what he's able to do. Portland need a reset. 
Um, who says no first, Portland or the 76ers? What's the package again? Straight swap. Straight swap. Lillard for thingy. I thought it would have been CJ, not even Lillard. I don't think CJ. I don't even think Jesus. Hey, listen, I don't think they're going to try and swap Lillard personally because Lillard was saying he would love to have Simmons. So they're thinking, oh, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought you together. were talking Simmons. CJ, they, would not take, they would not take CJ for Ben Simmons. No, no way. they might do. Do you CJ, think they take CJ? They CJ Powell. CJ's a bucket. CJ's a bucket. CJ Powell. It, would, it wouldn't. Be, it wouldn't be a. One, it wouldn't be a two-team trade. Maybe three teams involved. Yeah, yeah. They they definitely pieces. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, cool. But yeah, you, neither of you see this ending anytime soon. So, um, as much as we said they shouldn't yeah. waste Embiid's prime, um, they are they are wasting it. And we know that he'll he'll go up against better constructed rosters in the playoffs. And and unfortunately, no, the Sixers are pretty deep. To be fair, I just think once you once you take away Embiid. Do you get down somehow? It becomes a bit difficult. Exactly. So we're talking. We we're talking earlier about um, how many guys you use in the playoffs. Yeah. When you look at the seventy sixers, when you take Embiid out of out of the scenario, who who are you looking at? Tobias Harris in the playoffs. Uh, Seth. Uh, Tyrese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, like. They're good. They're good. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> They're good um, but playoffs, yeah. I don't know, man. That he needs another guy who can go out there and get himself twenty-five. But I, I think if you can get twenty, twenty, twenty from three guys, then the the whole point is that the Sixers are very deep, and it's yeah. pretty much carried them through all year when they've had injuries and what have you. Even when Embiid himself has been out, they were still yeah. winning games or oh, being competitive in a lot of them, which built like a team mm. culture. So again. But you know how this goes. You know how this goes. These guys, they're great in the regular season. They get you their win. We get really high on them. Yeah, okay. they may not. Yeah, go let on. me ask. Let me ask you something. Who's going to score twenty five for the Heat outside of Jimmy? They have Wait, buckets. Tyler will give you seventeen. No, but they have yeah, buckets. They, 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 they don't have Kyler, another. They don't have another guy. Uh, Kyle Lowry that gives you twenty. You can get. You don't have another guaranteed 20, you know 25. How far, do the, the how far do you think the Heat are going, though? Because when it came down to it, when we when it came down to it, um, it was simply in the finals. It was simply Giannis like, just give me that ball, man, and I'm just going to keep scoring. Yeah, I, I hear that. Um, that's going to beat for them, though. What 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 I think happens is they probably get out of the first round, depending on their season. But it's looking at one to six is mad time. So I'm not quite yeah. sure it's gonna work. Um, in which case, if they get anywhere between four and five below, um, that's no first. That's no um, home court, is it? No. They need home court. If they get home court, they get out the first round. If they don't, yeah, they might not get out the first round, which will mean that what you're saying about Simmons will happen a lot earlier than. Then it would have happened otherwise. If they have a strong playoff run, I think they'll they'll hold firm on this team and try and make some tweaks in the summer. Um, I'm going for second round. I think they got the first round. Don't ask me why. I think they beat someone. Okay, who's who's better, them or Cleveland for you? Uh, 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 in the series, I'm going with the the, the, the Sixers. Seventy six Sixers, yeah. So the teams. So who yeah. are the teams you've got? Definitely better than them in the East. Than the Sixers. So Miami, yes or no? But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chicago Bulls. 
Yeah. I'm not so sure, man. There's no defence, though, for me. Nah, they're better. The Bulls I don't are know better, what they look like. But I, I think in the series, they can be surprised because Embiid is eating that interior. They can capitulate. Mm. Um, the Bucks. A healthy no, the Bucks are the best team in the East for me. And the Nets. Um, uh, Nets are better than the Sixers. The Nets Even though the Sixers just won their last too. game. Okay, cool. Um, so I wanted to talk. We kind of spoke around what they could protect. The Sixers could potentially do around um, Ben Simmons and not expecting anything to happen anytime soon. Um, are there any other contenders who you think their potential moves they can make between now and the end of the trade deadline in a couple of weeks to give their team that extra oomph to just to just lift them a, a, a bit more? Who the Sixers or any team? Any team. Oh, good question. Uh, I don't think LA can get Harrison Barnes based on what they have, but if they can tempt Sacramento into taking THT none, then maybe yeah, THT and none for for Barnes for me. I would do that if they'll take it, which I don't think they will. Um, but maybe Sac want to blow up pretty soon. Um, ain't going anywhere. Who else is there? LA, I think, will make a move before the, the, the deadline. I'm just not sure whether it's Grant, Barnes, whoever it might be, but I think they'll make a move. They'll move THT. He was poor um, against Charlotte the other day, and I don't think he was too good against... against um, uh, not the Nets. He was there, their, their game on TV the other day. I don't think he was great against the Sixers uh, either. So I don't think... Um, Laker fans are trying to seem kept, and I think uh, Bron and everyone knows that in LA, and I think they'll end up moving him before the yeah, deadline. They they have to. Um, I know you're a bit more bullish on the Lakers than the most. To be fair, um, yeah. is there anybody else? Is there anybody else, um, Kay, potentially that you can look at any moves from from contenders um, between now and the end of the the trade deadline? I'd like Utah to make a move purely because obviously they're close to the top of the West, but they just got no perimeter defense and Gobesh struggling out there. But then again, I don't think they want to really move anyone in terms of like how set they are in their rotations and how well they're playing anyway. But I think if they could get somebody in that could at least add a tiny bit to the perimeter defense, they will. But I don't think it's likely. So I think they need it because they keep having the same problem every year. It literally the same thing happens every single week. They're great in a regular season. They can score for fun. Rudy Gobert, most nights, is going to be the best, most impactful defensive player on the floor. But you get to the playoffs and then you're barbecue chicken. You're barbecue chicken every single time. Um, so they have to look Chicago to... Chicago won't make a move as well. Would you? Mm. Obviously, so. Patrick Williams going down is... That's, that, that's, that's Londo really too. Londo's having the surgery. Yeah, long time having the surgery, so even if it's like a short term plug for so six weeks is a especially with how tight the east is, that's a long time. So, yeah, and, and how long is that? How long is Zach Levine out for? I know it's, it's you'll be will he be playing in an all star game? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he should be back before then. Um, okay, cool. yeah, no, I don't think Chicago will make a move. Should uh, they net, make a move? I know you've spoken net, about Vooch a bit this season. To I spoke honest. about moving Vooch in the summer, I'm not too sure you can move before the, the, the window. Uh, okay. the window. The deadline that that's mm. way too, yeah. way too quick. You like you're not really giving her a chance, back. and I don't think you can move him for much anyway right now. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so you guys think, bar the Lakers, most of the contenders are gonna stay pat, yeah, and try and pick up something um, when guys get dropped. 
Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. All right, I'll ask you guys this um, now then. Uh, Jeff, who have you got winning it all this year? Say it, man. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> say it. No, I don't say it yet. Okay. Um, Kay, I, I, I know who they are. <laughs> UK, who have you got winning it all this year? I serve a good God, so not the Warriors. Okay, um, you know what? My conservative pick is yes. the Bucks. Okay. Um, Kay, give us a conservative pick. pick. That's, as long as it's not the Warriors, you're happy. That was actually my pick. That was your pick, yeah? Yeah, I'm happy. As long as it's not them. Yeah, I actually think it was going to be the Bucks. Because okay, when cool. it comes down to it, like, no one, no one's stopping my guy. Cool. We'll, we'll get into the Warriors, Steph, the loss of Draymond, all of that stuff next week. But just want to thank you um, both for your time today. Kay, of course. Jeff, on, on such a tragic morning for the two of us, I, I appreciate take, you taking the time out um, to talk about something other than football. Uh, bless. Peace. Okay. All right. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.